This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday and welcome to the last Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast of the week with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Not the last, of course, you'll hear from me. I am on drive later on today from 4pm with Darren Ben, but more about that later. We start the podcast on breakfast with Alan Brazil, Ali McQuist and Bill and Ricky boss and former Spurs midfielder Jamie O'Hara. And with Gareth Bowles' return to Tottenham seemingly imminent, Jamie urged Jose Mourinho not to let Deli Ali leave the club. Yeah, don't let him leave, Matt. No, that's me. This is Weetend. Why do we have to get rid of Deli Ali just to bring in Bao? I mean, I'm not sure about that. I think there's a problem, isn't there, with Mourinho and Deli Ali? I'm not sure what it is. Why should you get rid of a player, in my opinion, is the best player in that position at the football club right now? We haven't replaced Ericsson. Deli Ali's that player as the number 10. Gareth Bale's probably going to play off the right, so that means you've got Bergvine, Mora and Lamella who are in that position. So if you're going to get rid of one to bring Bao in, get rid of one of them. You know, I don't think you should be getting rid of Dele Alli. You need to find a solution to get the best out of Dele Alli. Let's not get carried away and be all of a sudden now, Gareth Bale's in, we're top four. You know, Bruno Fernandes coming at Manchester United and made a massive difference. So he will make a big difference to the football team. Let's not get carried away. One player is not going to get us into the top four. We need another striker to help Harry Kane. You, you, you're talking about Eric Dyer with the games and stuff, Saturday, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. So there's a load of games. You cannot expect to have one striker at a football club and be, and be in the top four. We need a left back and we need a centre half with pace now Jose Mourinho has been speaking after he signed 2-1 victory over locomotive Plovdiv in the Europa League qualifiers yep I'm not making it up Plovdiv yep and they just about won actually Spurs were 1-0 down and they just about beat locomotive Plovdiv good luck Gareth Bale going to uh, that side anyway would you believe it the topic of Gareth Bale came up again Huddleston down the right, looking for Bale, into the centre, Bale against the goalkeeper, clicks it over the top of the advancing Johar, there's your £100 million man! I cannot comment, I don't comment on something that I, I don't know. For me in this moment until I am told that Garrett Bale is, uh, is a Tottenham player, I still think and uh, feel and respect the fact that he's a Real Madrid player, so I'm not going to comment on 
on the Real Madrid day. It's Locomotive Plovdiv 1, Tottenham Hotspur 2. They have turned it around here. First with the Harry Kane penalty after two red cards for the home side. And now two of the substitutes have combined. Mora crossing from the right and Ndombele steering past the goalkeeper. Tangi is in, is in the process of, uh, of evolution. Uh, last season he wasn't. Last season he was stuck in, in a situation where uh, I couldn't see evolution. In this moment he's training very, very well. He's recovering from his injury. In this moment, I believe in Tangi. Uh, I never doubt about his quality. Never. I doubt in some moment. I doubt about his his motivation, his commitment, his uh, professional attitude. And a reminder, you can hear Tottenham's next game against Southampton live and exclusive on TalkSport this Sunday. That's a midday kickoff, don't you know? Now, this is the MD of Matchroom Sport, Eddie Hearn, also on breakfast with a message for Queensbury promoter Frank Warren and also discussing the difficulty of providing fights for his boxers when supporters aren't allowed to attend. fight like Fury AJ would be you know, borderline criminal to not have people in the mm. building for, for probably one of the biggest fights of all time. Mm. You know, I think right now it doesn't matter if you're Eddie Hearn, Frank Warren, Bob Arum, you're just trying to continue the momentum of the sport, do a job for your fighters and really see out the end of the year, you know, and get through this because there's going to be a lot of sports, there's going to be a lot of businesses that will crumble oh, yeah. through this pandemic and we're not going to be one of them. So yeah. we've got to just make sure that, you know, we think smart, we do the right thing, we invest in the sport, we get our fighters out. I've got so many people, Callum Smith, Josh Warrington, Billy Joe Saunders, Devin Haney, Alexander Usyk, Anthony Joshua, all these guys we've got to find a job for this year. Yeah. Very difficult without filling up the O2 or Wembley Stadium or Madison Square Gardens. Listen, it's a new challenge that we never thought we expected, but we'll meet it head on and we'll yep. come out the other side. You know, everyone's looking at, obviously, the heavyweight fight between Tyson Fury and AJ, which I think you'll see twice next year. But Twice? Because we, we get so yeah, inundated with texts and yeah, emails here. Yeah, I just think that, you know, because of the pandemic, everyone's aim now is just to get their fight in this year. You know, and for AJ, December the 12th against Kubrat Pulev looks to be the date that we hope to announce next week. Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder, hopefully December 19th. Get them out of the way. You know, don't slip up on the banana skin that we saw and get these fights made next year. Fury against AJ, I really believe you'll see two of those, one in spring-summer, one at the end of the year, and it's a must. Who's harder to deal with, Frank or Bob Arnum? Uh, I don't really talk much to Frank. You know, it's, it's an interesting background where Frank was really the young gun who emerged on the scene and spanked everyone's bum, you know, the old school. And I was well, from Mickey Duff and people like that. Yeah, yeah. Frank, you know, Jarvis Astaire, Mickey Duff. And then I did it. You know, I come in and smacked his bottom, you know, and all the old feathers. So he don't really like me. I don't think much about him. But, you know, I think he probably secretly admires me because he was that young, you know, relentless promoter once. But, you know, these older boys, Bob Arum, I like Bob Aaron because he'll call you every name under the sun to your face. Mm. And then that evening, you'll negotiate a major fight with him. Yeah. You know, he's got the ability to leave ego at the door. Frank, not so good at that. But I'm sure we'll make fights with Frank. You know, I mean, we've got a, we've got a dinner soon. I'm going to try and take him out to treat him for a nice little slap-up meal at the end of <laughs> September and talk about the fights. But, you know, right now, although there's always rivalry between all promoters, I think everyone's focused on their own business. Just saying, you know, we don't like you. We'll deal with you. Yeah, there's politics. There's ego. But right now, we've got to look after our own boys and we've got to look after the sport and make sure we're in a good place. Well, Tyson Fury's promoter Frank Warren was on with Jim White and Simon Jordan and spoke about Fury Wilder 3 and replied to Eddie's offer of a slap-up meal. I'll tell you what he's very good at is promoting himself. 
He's very good at that. And as regard parking up egos, I mean, look, listen, I put it out there, let's have the meeting. And I'm pleased that he's gone on record today saying that we're going to get together. And, uh, mm. and, I'm, and I'm really looking forward. I'm even going to get some, I'm, somebody else who's going to pick up the bill for the change <laughs> for a meal. So that sounds good to me. His dad's idea of taking us out years ago was taking us down to the fish and chip shop. So I hope he's not thinking he's going to get me down there. Frank, tell me this. You're a man, Tyson Fury. Why isn't uh, Fury Wilder 3, why does that remain unsigned? Or does it? Well, it is signed. What it is, is we can't put it on because obviously the virus and the problems in financially making it work. That's the problem we have. So we're, I think we're in talks at the moment, or talks are going on at the moment, and I'm hoping something will get resolved fairly soon and we'll get it away before the end of the year. And if you don't get it away before the end of the year, Frank, does it happen? Well, that's something we've got to think about and work out where we go. You know, we're contracted, and obviously Tyson wants to fulfil his contractual obligations. And obviously what we're all looking for is the big fight. That's what mm. everybody wants to see, including Tyson and myself against uh, AJ. So that's what we're all, all trying to work towards, trying to get rid of our contractual commitment. Now, Michael Keane's first half header put Everton on their way to defeating Salford City on Wednesday evening to set up a Carabao Cup third round visit to Fleetwood Town. Blimey, tough draw they're getting. Anyway, the toughest defender joined White and Jordan and took time to praise new signing James Rodriguez who's been impressing them in training. To the edge of the six-yard box, and it's dispatched into the corner of the net by Michael Keane. And the only survivor from the weekend's Premier League game stamps his authority on this EFL fixture with the first goal of the game. I've seen a few glimpses in... Um... Megging, megging one or two lads, then bends it in the top corner, and just his, his first touch is um, is always spot on. You know, you can fizz the ball into him, and he'll stop it dead with his foot. And he's also really strong. He'll keep the defender away, and then produce a good pass and, and make the right decisions. He's got that experience. He's played in huge games for for massive clubs. Um, he's got that experience, which will be a big help to us. And the finish is superb, and it set the seal on Colombia's win. James Rodriguez with the goal. He seems like a, a really nice down-to-earth lad. I only met him probably about five or six days ago now, so I've tried to him a little bit, but he's settled in really well. I think you could see that in the way he played. I think it's been good for him because we've got um, a good little South, South American group. So, yeah, he's, um, he's obviously good friends with Yerry Mina, and he's settled in really well. Um, he obviously played brilliantly against Tottenham. And I think, to be honest, I think there's, there's more to come. I think once he gets fitter and fitter, he can only get better. And, um, yeah, we're just lucky to have him. Don't forget that Everton against West Brom is live on Saturday. Coverage gets underway from 11am on game day. Now, back to breakfast. This is Alan Brazil on how Jill Brazil, that's his wife, managed to keep him in the house during lockdown. Now, this is a story I can't wait to hear. I wandered around for a you know, wee bit in the garden. I thought, oh, no, come on, I can't, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. Stay at home. Yeah. So I went for the keys. I went, that's funny. I always, I always put my key there, right? I said, I'll take out car. That key's gone, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I walked out. I said, oh, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, She's nicked all the keys. Yeah. Motor home. I know where that is. Oh, no, no, no. That's gone. <laughs> No, I'm now gagging. <laughs> I've even gone for the lawnmower key, right? Because I can make it across the fields. She's only had that as well. She's done the lawnmower key. 
The Crystal Palace manager, Roy Hodgson, has been speaking to the media ahead of their Premier League fixture with Manchester United on Saturday, which will be live on Talk Sport. And as well as praising Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Roy criticised United forward Mason Greenwood for his recent off-field antics, which saw him sent home from England duty. I'm afraid when you make mistakes that are as big a mistake as Mason Greenwood made, you should be expecting to pay some sort of price for that. So I'm not so certain that sympathy is the right word. I think it's important that he learns from the mistake. I'm sure he will. But errors of that magnitude, unfortunately, are going to be criticised. They're going to be scrutinised and they're going to be punished, I guess. Um, I'm just fortunate that it didn't happen on my watch there. Someone else's problem. But no, I'm not prepared to stand here and say sympathy. I'm not even really prepared to talk about age as well. The fact is, if you're old enough to come in and hold down a regular spot at Manchester United and you're old enough to get called up and play for England, then I'm afraid you've got to produce that level of behaviour. Now, the Fulham boss, Scott Parker, has also been speaking to TalkSport's Alex Crook ahead of their game against Leeds on Saturday afternoon. Adrian Durham would, of course, be at Ellen Road for Game Day Live. Alex started by asking Scott what they'd learned from their opening day defeat to Arsenal. I'm a realist, really, and I think I, I understand where we are. I, I also understand the world we live in and football in general and what, what surrounds football is a lot of, a lot of talk, um, a lot of where's the next story, where can we, where can we go on, on, on certain things, that's what sells, that's what people want to hear and that's the world we're in. I, I, find, it, I find it quite sad at times, but, but that's exactly it. Look, we've played one football match in the Premier League. There's still an awful lot amount to play and we played against a very good Arsenal team that have abundance of quality in their team. We're a team that's just been newly promoted. And of course, we're going to struggle against Arsenal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take too much notice and nor all my players. And I think that's vitally important this year that we try and keep the noise to a minimum. Now over to TalkSport 2, where Burnley played Sheffield United, a game that went to penalties in the Carabao Cup. You'll hear from both managers, Sean Dyche and Chris Wilder. But first, let's find out who won. Robbie Brady will be left-footed as he Fodringham bounces on his line. Left foot, it sends him the wrong way. That is it, all over. Well, no hysterical celebrations. All the Burnley players gathered in the centre circle just clap. Robbie Brady, well, no celebration, just walks back as cool as you like. Ran through the penalties yesterday and the likely takers. Um, I did remind them of my one penalty in the FA Cup semi-final, 50,000 in the stadium, 100 million worldwide watching, um, just to make sure they were clear and remembering that moment. Um, no, look, we ran through it. Um, we, we spoke to them about the, the mentality of a penalty. You know, you try and prep. We, we didn't do it endlessly, by the way. We ran through it and we, a couple of times and we said, right, after that, you, you practice what you see fit. Whatever their decisions were, they made very good ones because they were excellent penalties. We wanted to go through to the next round, regardless of what team we picked. Those boys were expected to play in the Premier League. Sticking them all together all at once and having five debuts in, in the way we play was, was gonna, always going to be interesting to see how they handled it and cope with it. But I can't take anything else but positives from tonight. And we finish with Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm. I don't know what producer Tom has put in it, but I'm guessing it's gold dust. 
further towards goal. Kane, 2-1 to England. And in stoppage time, they surely have the victory. Harry Kane, captain fantastic. The responsibility for Harry Kane to lead the line for Spurs pretty much since he broke into that first team has been relentless. Relentless. He's carried that team. He's, as I said before... I said again, he is one of the best number nines in the world. Lewandowski, for me, is is, a, is above, certainly last season. He's had his injuries. He's played a, a lot of football for club and country. Doesn't get a lot of rest when you think about going mm. into, into the tournaments. He's now England's captain. He's had no help. And they brought in players, substandard players. Janssen, the guy that came Jansen, in, yes, just yeah. couldn't do the job. Lorente, you know, they couldn't, they're, they're not good. He needs help. Can I just start this by saying, Jason, what a privilege it is to speak to a Spurs legend. And I'm not too embarrassed to admit, I, I, I moved my family to Southwark in 1996 when you signed for Richards on loan. And, and I named me boy after you, Jason. You so, didn't. Hold on. Who is this? Is the wind-up? A wind-up. <laughs> you, did, you, you did. You did, Nigel. Yes, this is a wind-up. Who is this? Who is it, really? It, it's Nigel. Yeah, no. Come on, Nigel. Come on. It, it was, that's not your real name, is it? My mother named me Nigel. You, you're an Ipswich fan, yeah? I'm a Spurs fan, but I've got to be honest, Andy. I do have a, an affiliation did, for Did you watch, you, watch, you watch Ipswich when Jason played? I did. And I'm Who was the manager? Watching. It was uh, it was a Scotsman. He, yeah. The name goes to the back of my mind at the moment, but he was a good Scottish manager. And Jason, I remember his debut was against Southend. On, it was. It was against Southend as well, yeah. yeah. And you've, Southend? you've named your son Jason. Is that embarrassing, Andy? Have I just appeared? I thought this was I thought it was one of my mates or someone. <laughs> you've named your son well, Jason mate, after thought... Jason Cundy. Is that embarrassing? Or no. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, no, yeah. No, I know. Don't say that tonight. It's embarrassing. Is he there? How old is he, Nigel? I'm still here. Is he a good-looking boy, Nigel? To be fair, he's got his mother's looks. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't say after me, but he's. We've still got your shirt up in in the wall, and I do remember the Southend game. And to be honest with you, Andy, can't believe you it. know, Jason, don't believe me. No, no, I can't believe. I'm stunned, Nice. That not real. Not real. What's not real? I don't. I just don't believe you. I just think it's a wind up. Leave Nigel alone. I'm telling you. Leave him alone. He's he's all right, Nigel. No, it's not Andy, real. So I just I, I suspect a bit of jealousy here, Andy. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Nigel, it doesn't Nigel, even sound Nigel, like well a real voice. It doesn't well, sound like a real voice. Well spotted, Nigel. It doesn't sound like a real voice. No, <laughs> Nigel. It's Nigel, Andy. Be mother, name me Nigel. Oh, my name's Andrew. <laughs> You're going to be pedantic <laughs> about it. Now, now we're speaking properly. Can I carry on or go on, Nigel? Take it away. Listening to the Arsenal fans, Spurs this year, I, I think seriously we can finish fourth. I'm not really worried, again, like the Arsenal fans said about Man United. I'm not too worried. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Andy? Yes. Well, well, uh, I'm suspecting a bit of disrespect here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, he's gone, he's so not real. <laughs> But that's nearly it for another podcasty thing, the last one of the week. Let me quickly tell you about all the live exclusive commentary you can hear on the TalkSport Network over the weekend. So deep breath, Goldstein. On Friday, that's tonight at 7.45, you can hear live comms of commentary against QPI in the Championship. That's live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Then on Saturday, game day begins and it starts at half past 12, live and exclusive commentary of Everton against West Brom. Then it's game day live with Durham around the grounds from half past two. Half past five, you can hear live and exclusive commentary of Manchester United 
against Crystal Palace and then at 8pm staying with live and exclusive coverage on TalkSport you can hear what happens when Arsenal entertain West Ham and then if that wasn't enough on Sunday you can hear live and exclusive radio commentary of Southampton against Spurs well that's it for me Andy Goldstein a reminder I'm back today at 4pm on my new usual slot of drive time alongside my Friday husband Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein's Talksable Daily podcasts back on Monday morning. First thing, so make sure you do what you need to do. Press subscribe and all that nonsense. In the meantime, obviously join me at 4pm today for Drive. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.